Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby! Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. Do you like guitar music? And of course you like Las Vegas, you wouldn't be listening to the show. What a combination I have for you. A great radio program, Dr. Duck's Guitar Prescription Radio Show. And we have Dr. Duck with us, otherwise known as John Duck. John, what a great show. Tell people what they're going to expect, because I think they're going to love it if you like guitar music. All guitar, all the time. Just ask the Ducky Girls, they'll be the first to tell you. Well, it's fun. And, it, you know, the Ducky Girls and so forth. There's a party going on there, and you're listening to the best music there is. And what I like is, you're not afraid, you don't hold to one genre. This is not going to be just a Jimi Hendrix clinic, necessarily. It's going to be all over the board. Exactly. Um, it would be considered generational, decade, and genre non-specific. Although centered around classic rock and rockabilly doo-wop, well, starting, let's say classic rock, between the years of, say, 1954 and 1974. It's centered around that, kind of, Mm -hmm. but it it goes off into all genre. I mean, you know, there's blues, there's jazz players, there's country players, there's bluegrass players, there's um, Brazilian jazz players. Uh, You know, we we go all the way back to to Andre Segovia in a quote from, like, 1928, you know. Uh, yep, through Charlie Christian, considered the uh, father of uh, electric jazz guitar. Uh, up and through Django Reinhardt, there's a whole genre within itself. I think it's called manouche, but I'm not sure. Uh, they call it gypsy jazz, actually. Um, a lot of people have never heard uh, Django. They've heard the name, you know, but yeah. the, they've never got it. You know, and you, you come back up and through, uh, you know, into the 40s, you know, when you're starting to get in uh, people like uh, Les Paul. Yeah, right, uh, right. Chad Atkins, B.B. King, uh, you know, Albert King, uh, the, the whole that whole thing happening. And then here came rock and roll, 1954, July, Memphis, Tennessee, with Elvis. You know, that's all right, Mama, and the world hasn't got over it since. And you know, we keep going, and, you know, more current guys as well. Then he comes down the pike, you know, uh, uh, Keith Urban, Brad Paisley on the country charts. I'm a huge fan of both of those guys, especially... Uh, Paisley's just an incredible player. On your countryside, I would give him Vince Gill, Albert Lee, probably, uh, and James Burton. Don't forget him. We have, wow. you know, we have salutes to people like that on various shows. Some of the shows are, are spotlight, where the whole hour goes to like. Well, there's one called the Birds Buffalo Springfield Connection. Ah, uh, part yeah. one and then part two and part one's like number seven part two's like number 42 so they're not like right next to each other you know uh they're you know clapton got a whole hour the allman brothers got the whole hour beck jeff beck got a hold of uh, hendrix got not only a uh spotlight but a salute as well you know and uh, the salutes are a few songs you know a few songs and uh not necessarily the whole hour and then others have a uh the musician's joke. 
Yeah, uh, give us a magician joke. I love that. A musician's joke, not a magician's, but a musician's. Well, what, what do you uh, do if your bass player is drowning? I don't know what. Throw him his amp. <laughs> 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 what do you uh, call a room full of guitar players? What's that? Jail. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> love that stuff. And you know, I mean, it just it's a tribute it, to if the If it instrument. doesn't have that, it will usually have a uh, "Do you recognize this guitar player?" Twin spin, which uh, sometimes gets very obscure and nobody can get it, but uh, everybody usually gets it because you know it's, we're aiming at the guitar industry here. You know, well, and you know that's what's cool about it too is it's not necessarily just going to be the big hits. That you'll get some of those things in there, but you'll get stuff off the album, and I love that stuff that maybe. Maybe a lot of people, unless they're a big fan of that particular artist, don't know yet, but there's some great stuff that gets missed. True story. True story on that. Well, let's talk a little about you. Now, you, uh, I, I was reading your bio. So, 10 years old, you hear Dwayne Eddy play Rebel Rouser, and you're thinking, this is for me. Haven't been the same since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dwayne Eddy, we play him all the time. Well, we don't play anybody all the time. There, there's, there's, we, Yeah. Dwayne Eddy gets played. He yeah. gets played, no doubt about it. Well, what you got to do is you got to go to your website, and we'll give people all that information and just look at the playlist. It's so great. That's how it got me started. I didn't even before I listened to the show. The first time I saw it, I looked at this list. I go, "What a great eclectic list!" I mean, there's no way if you like this kind of music, you're not going to find some stuff you like, and you're going to find some stuff you don't know too. Yeah, I think it's true. A lot of the uh, the, the good stuff you, you never hear on AM, you know. Oh, God, no. <laughs> some of the stuff, you know, I used to play classic rock before it was classic, and I didn't hear some of the stuff. It's great. You know, the thing is, is our generation saw what I consider the best of it, really, because when you consider, especially the years that I mentioned, uh, primarily coming up through the 50s and the 60s, you, you had uh, not only the, the birth of rock and roll, and then the 60s came in, and you had a whole bunch of stuff going on there. Uh, you know, there was the whole hippie thing, if you will, okay? Right. Um, which was like an extension of what was happening with the beatnik rebel whole thing. Plus, you have the whole surf music genre. That's a genre in itself. We have two one-hour shows dedicated to, to surf music. And you're not going to hear Jan and Dean or the Beach Boys there. You're just not going to hear it. You're going to hear it's all instrumental, if you follow me. You know, some of them are, are obscure, but uh, you had all that happening, uh, sort of a renaissance, if you will. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the blues guys were getting recognized because of, uh, you know, a bunch of the guys coming over from Great Britain. Those and the ones that used to listen to Wolfman Jack, those are the guys who only knew about the blues at that time. Because Wolfman Jack could play Howling Wolf, B.B. King. Buddy Waters, he'd play cats like that. Jimmy Reed, you know, uh, Bobby Blue Bland, you know, all those guys, you know. So you had that whole thing, the guitar genre there erupting. You had the jazz practitioners, you know, cats like Wes Montgomery, Joe Pastel, Farlow. Uh, the list goes on there. Barney Kessel, um, George Benson showed up about that time. Yeah. Uh, a, a number, number of uh, incredible things. And then, uh, you know, your rock and roll monsters uh, started off probably early 60s. I'm going to say the main three that woke everybody up to what was going on, 
not counting the guys that were already there, Chuck Berry, I mean, the list goes on, but uh, with that Renaissance thing I was telling you about, I, I think the big three there would have been uh, George Harrison from the Beatles, Keith Richards and Brian Jones from the Rolling Stones, and uh, Jim McGuinn, also known as Roger McGuinn from the yeah. Birds. You know, and then in come the Buffalo Springfield with a couple of guitar monsters. Both Stephen Stills is just an incredible player. And Neil Young, one of the most original players you're ever going to hear. He doesn't, I mean, he just does his own things like Willie Nelson. You can't really tell what his influences were. Uh, Stills was bringing in a, a pretty much of a country player at that time. He was riffing yeah. off of that, and he had blues as well. So he had all that happening, too. So, I mean, as far as guitar... We haven't seen an explosion like that since, you know. Now, every now and then, somebody will come in and just really, you know, wipe up the stage with everybody else. I mean, the first time anybody ever heard uh, the opening guitar lick to uh, Sweet Child of Mine, yeah, you had to pull over. You know, you couldn't drive. You had to stop. You're like, who is that? It was like the first time you ever heard uh, uh, King Edward the Great, also known as Eddie Van Halen, come in with eruption into You Really Got Me? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. It was like, oh, <laughs> the, the bar has just been raised, you know. But, yeah. You know, so you have bits and pieces coming in after that through the 70s, 80s, 90s. You know, there, there will always be more. There will, there will always be more. We, we have yet to hear the new uh, everybody just gets blown away guy. Um there's two main guys right now, I think. On one of my shows, I did a thing um, about when Hendrix died. I always felt that he passed the tor- torch to Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah. You know, as far as cause Stevie Ray, with that, it's been described as being an open channel. Wow. I like Coming that. Coming <laughs> in from outer space somewhere, you know. Uh, bordering on musical disaster, pulling back just before going over the cliff. It all makes sense with a incredible firepower. I mean, you know, let's face it, both Hendrix and Stevie Ray had that. Well, when Stevie <laughs> when, uh, when when Stevie passed, I think he took the torch and broke it in half, handed half of it to uh, Joe Bonamassa, the other half to Kenny Wayne Shepard, and uh, they're carrying on. So, I mean, it, it goes on. It you know, I was going to ask you about Joe Bonamassa. I, I found him, too. Somebody just started sending me some of these clips. This guy is tremendous, and it's just so great to hear that, because sometimes I feel like that kind of music isn't it's certainly it's never going to be dead but you know the original stuff was was kind of dying off and it sounds like that is a continuation of what was going on and he is really really good at it a really nice guy i got a story for you on joe bonamassa um my day job if you will Mm -hmm. i invented the world's greatest guitar polish it's called dr duck's axe wax and string loop and i've got a line of strings and I've got this thing that came to me in, in a dream. It's called a guitar neck rest. It's made out of wood, and it's got a saddle, and it's rubberized, and when you go to chain strings or polish your instrument, you got it's two different adjustments. You can adjust it for uh, for um, hollow bodies, you know, acoustic guitars, or, or jazz boxes, Gibson 175s, or Martin D28s, or big 12 strings, or even banjos for that matter. And if you, you want it for electric guitars like Les Paul's, SGs, Telecaster, Stratocasters, you know, you, you adjust it to the low side. Well, anyway, I got a call from JR Adventures, which is Joe Bonamassa's company. That's what he calls it. I think it's JR Adventures, wanting to put something together with me on these neck rests for a new album that 
Bonamassa was coming out with. And I said, okay, <laughs> which, Exciting which stuff. you have in mind. <laughs> and uh, uh, he said, well, you know, he's coming to town the week after next playing uh, the House of Blues down here at uh, Mandalay Bay. I said, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need an all-access all pass first off. Get me a couple of them, if you would. And uh, I'll bring down some neck rests, and uh, we'll, we'll take and, and have him sign them. And uh, you guys let me know where you want me to ship them, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go with you on a few of them. And it's okay, fine, this, that, and such, and the other. And so I show up down there, and I've got some deck rests, and I, I got a care package for him. Here, try my polish, you'll love it. Here's a set of strings, uh, here's a winder, you know. And meanwhile, you know, and he was very gracious because it was news to him this whole thing was happening. Whoever, they're out of Florida. Is is where I I believe that if memory serves me correctly, they're centered. J J and R Adventures. Nobody got with Mata Masa or his uh, or his manager to let him put him up to this. So he signed like oh, five or six, maybe seven of them, and then you know next case, see you later. It's good meeting you, man. Talk to you later. I want can't wait to see you play. And uh, that's uh, my Joe Bonamassa story. He comes out. The place is packed. Mm -hmm. The dance floor's got chairs. The balcony is is packed, and it's standing room only. I mean, if the fire marshals had seen this, they'd had a fit. And he always dresses for his audience. I mean, he's always in a suit, uh, white shirt, maybe a tie, maybe not. And these Doonesbury shades that he wears. Yeah, that's... If, if you ever see Doonesbury, the yep. guy Duke... Yeah. Duke, yeah. He, now that... Does that look like Bottle Moss or what? We'll be back with more in just a moment. want to take a moment, though, to talk about the Neon Museum in Las Vegas and their great new show called Brilliant. First of all, the Neon Museum, you got to go there. If you've never been there, it's a world-class experience, and you can really learn the history of vintage Las Vegas through the signs that everybody remembers from the early days. It's great. But on Wednesdays through Monday, right at sunset, for 30 minutes, they've got a show called Brilliant. This thing is incredible. You've got to find out more about it. It's a way where they bring these signs back to life. You have to see it. It's incredible. You go to the website, first of all, www.neonmuseum.org, and you're strongly advised to get the tickets in advance. So you want to go there ahead of time. You can go backslash brilliant to go right to that show. Tickets are available there. They're located at 770 Las Vegas Boulevard, just north of downtown Las Vegas. That's the Neon Museum. We are talking with Dr. Duck of the Dr. Duck's Guitar Prescription Radio Show. That's exactly. That's great. Okay. So he comes out like that. And uh, by probably the the first four bars of the first song, bingo, he had everybody in the palm of his hand. I mean, he just came out mass firepower. Incredible. Just fantastic. Fantastic concert. Fantastic concert. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Well, yeah. you know, I saw one, uh, you know, a great guitar player that I think's uh, underappreciated is Brian Setzer. I went and saw his Christmas show. Man, that guy can play. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one for you. Uh, I was doing the um, guitar show in uh, Santa Monica. The uh, Four Amigos used to put uh, on a guitar show at Santa Monica Civic. <clears throat> and and here comes Setzer, 
with this with this kid, this little old blonde-haired kid, dragging him through the guitar show, you know. <laughs> and I called him over and uh, thanked him, you know, and uh, gave him a bottle of polish. I think he gave him a T-shirt, too, or something. But, uh, no, he's an absolute monster. He's an incredible player and very underrated. You're absolutely correct in what you said there. Yeah. So he leaves. Fifteen minutes later, Axel Rhodes comes by. Wow. <laughs> what a show. <laughs> okay. Another hour, here comes Albert Lee. He's got his lady with him this time. You know, it's just incredible. The the the, the guitar community is is an interesting interesting tribe, interesting breed. Well, I, and we got to tell people how to hear the show because if you're enjoying this conversation, you will love the show. But before I get to that, I have one more thing, and that is I have heard the golden throat here. I mean, you, you know, you sound like the radio guy when you come right down to it. I mean, great voice. And I didn't, I just learned that you did uh, the. The voice of Vegas Vic, so to speak, the Howdy Partner thing. <laughs> oh yeah, that I've been trying to get back in down there. Uh, yeah, we uh, we're not just going to go away on that. Um, I was doing okay. Media Guilds International is a voiceover workshop, or was it, it's on hiatus right now. And uh, I was a member of it. I, I took a, a couple of courses in voiceover to get back in, you know, to, to, to the swing of things. I hadn't done much of that for a while. Mm-hmm. And plus, you know, I've been fascinated by it, and I've been accused constantly of being uh, FM disc jockey from Southern California voice. It just worked out that way. Uh, guilty as charged, what am I going to say? And I'm you know, grateful for it. But anyway, uh, we were doing some PSAs, public service announcements, and some station IDs for 91.5 FM. And uh, I, at the time, I was looking for work as in voiceover, looking for reads, and just managed to catch up to uh, the guys down at uh, Fremont Street Experience. And they said, come on, let's do it. I said, okay. And uh the the Vegas Vic thing was I was announcing the Viva Vision, uh, which is the world's largest uh, uh, light show. It's four blocks long down there. If you've ever been down, especially on Saturday night, it's crazy. I mean, downtown's a whole different party. It's like being at Mardi Gras or something. Yeah, all all the time, every night for that matter. And. Um, I was doing in, in my regular voice, you know, uh, coming up next is the drop. See you at 9 o'clock. Be there, you know, type thing, you know, right. announcing the show's coming up. And the Vegas Vic thing was more of a well, Vegas Vic kind of talks down here like this. It's not really a southern accent, mind you. It's more of a western accent. Uh, he's basically inviting the entire world to come on out and party with us. And got a story for you, and uh, come on back around in a little while, and I got another one for you. <laughs> and that's the whole Vegas Vic shtick. And uh, they, they hired somebody. The guy that was, was managing this, producing this whole thing, moved on. Uh, they had a new hire come in that had voiceover chops, and so instead of having Dr. Duck come down there and pay him, uh, we're going to do it in-house now, and I said, okay, well, thanks. Thanks Thanks for the time. (laughs) See you later. And about that time, uh, the general manager at uh, at 91.5, I pulled him to the side one time, and I says, I got this thing in my back pocket. 
all about guitar. It, it's it's the, the show's all guitar all the time, you know, but it's all genre. And he says nobody's ever done that. I said, yeah, I've been carrying it around for years. And he goes, write a couple and send them over. Let's take a look at this. And I wrote a couple and sent it over. And he came back with some suggestions and some corrections and 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 switched it around a little bit. Pretty much went with most of what I came up with. But he said, "You you need to make it evergreen. That way, they're good forever. You don't want to identify any year that you're here doing this." And the basic demeanor is the guitarists are still alive. Nobody died, you know. And some other things. Dave Reese was the general manager at that time. And uh, he was the producer of, of the Dr. Dusk Guitar Prescription. We got together, and bingo, here we go, you know. It's fantastic. And the good news is, of course, you can hear it when you visit Vegas, but as most of the audience that doesn't live in Las Vegas, you can hear it too. You can hear it online. Let's get all of that from John. So first of all, your radio network is not bad. You're all over the place in different spots. Where can they get the list of stations? DucksDeluxe.com. Okay, we want to keep that too because you can also find out about the show. You can sample some too. Uh, yeah, we got some. We got some. So there's uh, probably a half a dozen one-hour shows that you can uh, click and listen to the whole thing. And there's a number of links. And when you get up there, the link uh, there's a number of links at, at uh, com at the top of the home page. Uh, one will say. Dr. Duck's Guitar Prescription Radio Show. That will have all the information on the radio show. You, you and, don't uh, want to miss the home it. Base, the home base is 91.5 uh, FM Las Vegas. Now, on Sunday nights, 8 o'clock, you go to their website, and then that's the show that's coming out that week. The streaming there. Yeah, great. No, yeah, it, streaming it, globally. It's fantastic. I, I, I trust you. If you like guitar music, it doesn't matter whether you like early stuff, later stuff. You can tell by this conversation. It's a fun show. It's really great radio. There's not much out there, so by all means, catch it. And We're going to stay in touch with you. Hopefully, have you on again. Well, thanks for, thanks for calling. You've been listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast, with new shows loaded twice weekly. Got a guest idea? Email us at info at VegasNeverSleeps.com and catch the show live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network.